Welcome to episode 43 of the Civil War Breakfast Club podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mary, the Queen of Kincardine, Ontario. And I am just Darren once again. And Mary, how are you on this very special episode we're doing tonight? I'm good. And you are not just Darren because you've organized something really awesome for us for this episode. Well, I don't know if I organize it. But today is a special night because we have a special guest today. And before we bring him in, let me, let me, let me tell you something. So, you know, I go to... Gettysburg and I go to Maryland and Virginia way more than I should many times a year. I live in Massachusetts. And whenever I get down there, I don't feel like I'm home until I see my first Civil War trail sign. When I'm driving down the road, I see it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm here. And so um, everybody knows the Civil War trails. Everybody knows the um, all the stuff they do. So we are going to be doing a fundraiser to help raise some money for them. And we thought it'd be cool to do a special episode tonight with our friend Chris Brown from Civil War Trails, who's joining us tonight on the epic podcast to talk about Civil War Trails. So, Chris, it is an honor to have you on our silly little show. It's a delight to be here. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Chris. It's great to have you here to to do this. And it's great to be doing some fundraising for you guys as well. So everybody knows Civil War Trails. I mean, there's some great things. I'm holding a a brochure right here. The wind is going to blow it away, which I everybody gets these. And you can find these on eBay in case you can't get down there, by the way. You see them everywhere. And um, and they're great because what they do is they do a lot of awareness of all the battlefields in that area. And we'll let him tell us all about what he does. But um, I think it's something that you see them and it just brings – you realize you're, you're where you want to be. So, Chris, I guess um, tell us a little bit about you know Civil War Trails, how you got started and how the old organization and what, what you guys do. Absolutely. And I will say on that brochure front, no need to go to eBay. Go to our website. We'll send you <laughs> brochures we have on. Um, Civil War Trails got started in 1994 um, in a way that all good history projects do. A bunch of historians were sitting around drinking and decided they wanted to mark the route between uh, when the retreat from Richmond started and where it ends at the end of the Civil War. Um, so it started as a network of 12 sites telling that story of Lee's retreat. And um, from 1994, those humble beginnings, we are now over 1,350 sites across six states. Uh, So if you like superlatives, Civil War Trails is the world's largest open-air museum, uh, covering just a nudge over 220,000 square miles. Um, So each of those sites on the program is brought to us by a community. Uh, Folks come to Civil War Trails to tell the stories that they have there in their story what makes us a little bit unique. We don't go hunting for stories. They come to us, which is kind of a nice privilege to have. And, and we're honored every time that someone comes to us with a new story. Um, the other thing that makes Civil War Trails unique is our product is designed to be updated constantly. Our stories are always changing, new research, new images. Uh, one of the things our team loves the most is when someone comes out of an attic that's not been opened in decades and has a new image for us or has a new journal. So the, the upshot we have is Civil War Trails is a living, breathing product and one that we're always happy to work with new communities and to tell more diverse, unique, personal stories um, that maybe haven't been seen before. Um, a lot of our sites were the only interpretation there. Um, so it's, it's a really neat, unique opportunity we have um, being grown by really the st- six state tourism offices that we work with, uh, five that we work with very closely and we, uh, speaking of Gettysburg, you mentioned earlier, we are just expanding into Pennsylvania now, and that's been really exciting. Um, but we're all over. Like you said, we're pretty ubiquitous. Um, it's one of those things where once folks know to look for that bugle, it's everywhere. 
Um, so it's one of the things we're always happy to be a part of the, any conversation. And uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'll say personally, I came onto trails at the beginning of 2018 and I, I have never been to so many cool little towns that I had never heard of in my life. Um, that's one of the other things people look to trails for. We are a great gateway to local hikes, local beer, local food, because we're, we're right there with it. Uh, so that's one of the things to say for your listeners. If anyone's looking to travel for the Civil War and they want to know where the good barbecue is, where the best local beer is, or, or my my coworker, where the best pickles are, we'll we'll get you there because um, that that's part of our job on the road too. Well, that's definitely something that we enjoy here at the podcast for sure. Definitely the the beer, the history, and all that, you know, and the hiking, and yeah, probably the pickles too. I think. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. get you. Yeah, he's got my dream job, Mary. He does. I know. He's, he's Mine too. Mine too, actually. So I know one of the challenges, and anybody who works in a, in a uh, nonprofit, a 501c3 is what they call it here, is obviously the fundraising. And so and one of the things we're going to be doing, we're going to talk a lot about this over these next couple of weeks anyway, is the, the, non, the, uh, the contest we're going to have to raise some money for you guys. And I know what challenges do you have, Chris, going through this um, as far as fundraising for you? I know you guys are crossing state lines, so it's not like you can get a lot of state money. What challenges do you guys have in just raising money to do the stuff you do? Um, it, it, Civil War Trails, as far as funding stands, is a, is a pretty unique beast. Um, we're, we're a footprint-wise, very large organization. Um, but myself and my coworker, uh, Drew Gruber, are the entire full-time staff to cover those six states. Um, we stay busy, and the way we're supported is each one of our Civil War Trails signs has an annual sponsor. Um, for a fairly low nominal fee every year, that supports the entire sign. If it's damaged by a snowplow, if the content's out of date, we need to update that. If one of the highway signs gets taken out, we take care of all of that for just $200 a year per sign oh. across the whole program. So it's a very lean program. If you run that whole budget out over 1,300 sites at $200 a site, we're very lean uh, for the size organization we are. So. Normally, we do pretty well. Our, our funding typically actually comes, you would think, from local historical groups, but more often than not, it's the local tourism entity that supports us because they see the value in travelers coming through to see those sites. The struggle comes when small municipalities have a hard year with things like hotel tax, which the last year, you might understand, was a little bit of a struggle with hotel mm -hmm. taxes. Uh, so things do get a little bit tight there, and then you know, some of these sites, while we're very excited about them, there's maybe not a local tourism entity. Uh, I'll say some of our more rural sites, the local tourism entity is the sheriff's office. Um, so tourism can be kind of a struggle in some areas. And that's that's where we get into a little bit of a struggle occasionally financially, some of those sites. So it's interesting because I know a lot of those signs, and I know not just the, the highway signs, but those interpretive signs the next to the historical sites is they, they're giving you guys money, but it doesn't seem like they're interested in putting their name on it. Because I remember there's no advertising on this, right? So they would, this is more or less just giving back to you guys for what, whatever they feel that is the reason why, correct? Absolutely. It is a voluntary yearly contribution, um, which is great when things are going well, but we're, we're an easy line item to cut in a budget if it, mm -hmm. if it comes to that. Um, that being said, we don't brand because we have partners that run the gamut of organizations. So branding we found in the past, well, um, we, we have some great partners that we love to death, but they change their logo about every five minutes. 
Uh, and that would be hard for us financially to keep up with. Um, so lack of branding keeps us a little more current that way. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. It is a voluntary, voluntary annual elective or our funding. And do you have private donors as well? Like just kind of individuals who will say every year, you know, donate the $200 that's needed. And then. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we, awesome. we have, we're, we're eternally grateful to our private donors that every year, you know, assign that they're passionate about a general that they really love who's at a site that maybe needed a little bit of love. They're happy to jump in folks who sponsor signs, quite frankly, in some cases in their own backyards um, that folks come and see. So yeah, it, it's a lot of fun talking to those folks. So is there like a different level of a couple hundred bucks is that is the highway sign more money is that interpretive sign. How do you guys, do you guys stratify your, your different ways to do it? Uh, we don't. So that $200 oh. a year covers an individual interpretive sign. Um, so for that $200 a year, we maintain all those highway signs that point to that, that interpretive sign. Oh, wow. Okay. That's very cool. Wow. I think you guys will be charging more money. Just saying. <laughs> well, we, I don't know who your CFO is, Chris, but you may have to work with them. <laughs> so we're, doing, we're doing okay. But yeah, we, um, we, we certainly don't want to stress our partners any more than we need to. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you approach, so how do you approach a place, you know, so, so this very, historical place that a lot of stuff happens say pick i'm sure i didn't notice one at the pine thicket in john wilkes boots escape a couple of years ago okay sure. and so i, I believe it or not, i look for him okay and i didn't see one so so if there's a place that's got a lot of history to it how do you approach a place like that when you want to put a sign there do you wait till they come to you or do you go to them and say look this is a place we really should have a sign what do you think how, how does that work um so I would say 90% of the Civil War trail signs that are out there in the world are someone coming to us, be it a property owner, a local historical society, local genealogical society in some cases, will come to us and say, hey, we really want to tell this story because we have a passion about it. That's 90% of how we put signs up. There are occasionally, as you know, our staff are huge Civil War nerds, stories we really want to tell. Mm-hmm. We will occasionally go to property owners and, and pitch having a civil war trail sign at their site but i would say 90 percent of it is folks coming to civil war trails um, which if you ever have a story you really want to tell our website's right there for you we'll we'll take care of you there um but i'd say 90 percent is folks coming to us to, to tell their stories that's really, there, that's really cool like, is is there any places you know along that vein you've gone to places and they've said you know what i just don't have no desire to do this i don't want you to do it has that ever happened you know, it does happen occasionally, and I will say more often than not, that concern is not rooted in the history. It's more often than not rooted in, I don't want folks coming by here 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Um, because I will say we are an internationally marketed product. Uh, not mm-hmm. only do we market our sites, but the state tourism offices in the states we work in market us internationally. Um, so folks will come by. I've talked to some folks that very rural historic houses that have Civil War trail signs that say, you know, someone was out there reading that in the middle of the night the other night. And, you know, they're, they're grateful to have that guest. But we, we do caution folks that you're going to get people here um, for, at, all, at all times of the year. Um, but, yeah, the hesitation we, we don't see very much. And that does come from the root of folks coming to us with stories as opposed to the other way around. That's a great way to keep the history alive, too. Like, just... You get these people who own these properties now and they, they want to be able to tell the stories. I know like, you know, in Sharpsburg where one of my friends lives, like there's some people that live 
on some like I think it's in McClellan's headquarters and it's private property like you can't go on it you just have to kind of look at it from afar yeah. <laughs> and, and those folks are some of our best ambassadors yeah they're, they're you know yep. helping help us get directions to the next town or whatever it may be those, those yep. folks are some of our best ambassadors yep. how do you deal with the situation when somebody comes to you and says you know my great-great-grandfather told us that William Sherman came through here and was marched to the sea and you're going to tell him he wasn't within 100 miles of here and you can't have a sign how does, does that ever happen um, I will say not in my memory. Um, I'll say things like that do happen occasionally, but I'll say we meet every person who writes to us with any story with nothing but unbridled enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And folks, even if we have to occasionally tell them like, that's an amazing story. I wish I could have talked to your grandfather about that. But unfortunately, everything we see, it just doesn't get there. And then we'll often ask for sources as well. We, we, we love folks bringing us stories. We have a historian who's a part-time historian currently on retainer who we work with for every sign. So while folks do bring us stories, we also do make sure we vet those stories to make sure that everything we're putting out there is, is verifiable. And one of the things we love, which I'd, I'd love if your listeners are ever out in the field, if you read a, a civil war trail sign that you know is not factual or kind of bigger, sometimes doesn't excite you, please let us know. We love that feedback. Um, there's, there's two of us and 1300 of them. So we love that feedback. See, Mary, I told you he wouldn't do a battle of shrewd farm sign. I told you he wouldn't. Jeez. Uh, I really want to. I really want to <laughs> we haven't got that, to that, that episode yet. I've <laughs> heard so much about it. <laughs> is, is there any place, is there any like in your mind, like your dream scenario? I just got to have a sign there. I, I wish, wish someday we could put a sign in, in this place and there just isn't one. Um, I mean, we always have our eyes on expanding territory, um, but I will say some of the sites that I get really excited about are ones that I didn't know about until 10 minutes ago. Um, we, we have folks who come to us with stories that are, I mean, you look at them on a map today and you wonder how you'd end up there today, let alone how you'd end up there with 100,000 guys with you um, in the 1860s. And, and just what we like to talk about in our office sometimes are the hold my beer moments of the Civil War. Uh, and those are some of my absolute favorite sites. And it's just, it's hard to narrow them down. Um, I mean, we've got places in North Carolina and we've, we've gotten signs in, in these days. Um, but we've got a site in North Carolina that I love where a guy picks up a burning stake out of a barrel, uh, out of a tar barrel, and tries to burn down a Confederate ironclad by swimming to it. <laughs> Which is just oh a really amazing story. Um, but we're also doing really, really neat stuff that we've never done before. Um, last month, we put in a sign that encourages you to paddle by Frederick Douglass's birthplace. That's one we've been working on for a while because you can't access it by land anymore. But you can absolutely paddle by it and think about what his life would have been like. So there are projects we definitely work towards, but it's, it's folks are bringing us new stuff all the time. And that's the most exciting stuff. You know, a lot, a lot of the focus on the Civil War, some, some of it been, has been not positive, but negative. Do you catch any any grief to take your signs down, any of the Confederate ones in the South? Um, it, it's always a sticky topic when we're talking Civil War, mm-hmm. but I will say mm-hmm. Civil War Trails is pretty uniquely positioned. The communities our signs are in are the communities who wrote those signs. If that sign didn't work for that community, we change it. Um, that's mm-hmm. the upshot we have as well is I can get a new insert and a sign in a very short order, and we can update it and make it work for the people who live there as well as for the traveler. Um, I would also say our style guideline is 
what happened here on that day at that time, here's a, here's a person who was here. That is what people want to learn, um, especially with everything that's happened in the last couple of years, politically around the Civil War. Folks want to know what happened. And if you write in a style guideline that puts you in the footsteps of the people who were there that day, that's what people want to go learn. The upshot we have is we can't be downloaded. You have to go and stand in those footsteps. And that's what people really want to know. So I would say we really haven't had any struggles with that. That's good to hear. I think that's the important thing too is like, you know, like I know right now there's, I mean, being in Canada, I still can't travel to the U.S., but just the whole like, I don't know, the fact you can't be downloaded, that's just going to like, I want to go see them now. You know, so it's encouraging the, it's encouraging the travel, which is awesome. And I think because you're in places that might not necessarily get talked about, like that's really great too to tell the stories that don't necessarily get told as much. Like I know one of the things that doing this podcast um, over the last, uh, I guess it's been ten months now. You know, I've been able to look at battles that I wouldn't have looked at necessarily, and I would yeah. imagine that's the same for for you guys too. Like you get to see stuff that might not necessarily get told, and those are sometimes like as you said, the hold my beer moments, <laughs> the most interesting things about yeah. the Civil War. And I love our big campaign stories. I mean, our Gettysburg campaign's ever popular. I mean, our, our Shenandoah Valley stuff, but it's, it's those little side stories in, in the textbooks. Um, I mean, we were talking about before we, we got started, we were talking about Williamsburg. Williamsburg is a side story for the Peninsula campaign, mm-hmm. but there's so many cool stories that are out there ready to be told. And, and this is a really cool opportunity to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. And what, what six states are you guys in right now? Uh, so we're in Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, and a couple counties in Pennsylvania. We've just really started getting into Pennsylvania. Oh, let's go. Yeah, Tennessee. I'm uh, Chattanooga, Chickamauga. Are two oh, yeah. of my favorite. Oh, Nashville, Nashville too. Yeah, beautiful areas. Yeah, the, Nat- the Nashville signs too, definitely. You know, yeah. those ones are a little fuzzy. Reading those ones, by the way, Chris. But I did read them. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's Nashville. Nashville. That's what. That's, that's what Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, exactly. But there's been so many times, you know, we're driving on some dirt road, and we like you have to lock up the brakes as you see one of those signs, and you got to pull over and see it. I'm probably God knows how many, how much brake repair I've had to do in my car since <laughs> since I've been reading your signs. But but that's the thing about it, though. For it's for people like us, it's a moth to the flame. Those signs you see them. But for a lot of people, I think it's great because I think it, they read them and it just, you know, to your point, that hold my beer moment that, you know, and, and it's just it's straight history. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not superlatives. It's not any sort of memorial, but it really gives you an idea of, wow, this really happened here. Yeah. And, and there's some great sites for that. There's one not far from uh, where we're based. There's one out at a winery in New Cape County, Virginia. That's part of Stewart's Ride around. Oh, cool. And um, this, what happens at that winery in the, 1860s is they find a liquor depot that the union had uh, and his troopers break into it and they, they thoroughly enjoy themselves. And that sign sits right in front of the winery today. Um, So we get folks who will read that sign at the winery and they'll jump on that trail and they're not driving it the right direction, but they get there. Um, And it's getting those folks who aren't necessarily there for the history hooked on that history. And then, they'll stop at all the other ones they come across and that that's it's a really cool thing to see i think well, that's our, our, really cool to be able to like you could be sitting having a glass of wine at that winery or like what darren was doing it where was it darren 1781 where stonewall yeah. jackson his arm cut off yeah like that right there, you know? that to the two of us is just so cool to be able to do that 
you know, you're immersing yeah. yourself in, in that kind of history, but you're having fun with it. And I think this is what we really like about what, what you guys are doing is, you know, you're telling the story, but people are able to have fun with it along the way. And if you can make f- history fun, people yeah. are going to, they're going to learn more if they can have an adventure while they're doing it. And, and, and that's just the thing. We, 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 we love telling these stories in that very human way. And, and it's not watering down the history. It's just making it relatable to your exactly. guests who's standing there. And that's, that's the cool, fun thing. Yeah. And that's, well, what, that's what we like to do in the podcast too, is make it relatable, make, make these guys human, you know, um, and just tell their story, especially the ones that don't get told as much too. Yeah. Well, we say all the time, we, we try to humanize these. We tell the human stories. The Civil War wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. You know, and people need to realize that and, and being able to go to these places and, and, and just sit in the same, you know, walk in the same footsteps as these people, but not just the generals and the Lees and the Meads and all that, but the average soldiers, the grunts who, you know, who snuck beer in the camp and this is where they were because those are the people, those are these 18, 19, 20 year old kids pulled from their homes and this is their first time. And so those are the stories that a lot of cases really need to be told and those tend to get washed away in the history books because they're not high enough on the food chart. You know, that's the way it is. Yeah. And, and I, I will say our format really leads to that. We've got mm-hmm. on a good day, 250 words to tell that story. Uh, and one, a really good example of making that relatable, there is a sign on South Mountain Battlefield up in Maryland. Um, it's, I mean, you could drop your phone and hit the Appalachian Trail from where this sign is. It, it's right, right on the trail. And Instead of trying to unpack the Battle of South Mountain in 250 words, which would be just about impossible, we talk about the guys who came through there. Because at the end of the day, what is a Civil War soldier if not a backpacker? Mm -hmm. Uh Carrying everything with them. And there's a really awesome quote right there about a a civilian who watched these guys come through. And all she talks about is how much these guys stink. And that's the sign. And Mm -hmm. we, we talk about these guys coming through there. They're through hiking effectively. And the civilians go, oh, man, these guys reek. And you know what your experience standing there is? A three-acre comes past you, and he reeks. And he reads that sign and thinks that's the funniest thing he's ever read and keeps on hiking. So it is. It's making it relatable to those who are going to come across that story. And you know what? The next time they will stop. And if that sign is about mead, all right, they'll give it a minute. They'll learn about mead in a way they maybe wouldn't have before. So, so we're, we're talking about our details, our fundraiser here towards the end. But besides the fundraiser, what are some different ways that people? Can, I know you kind of hinted at it, but different ways they can help you guys out. I know, you know, it was news to me. I didn't realize you could sponsor a sign. That's really really cool. I didn't know that. Um, and you guys are good about it. You don't over promote yourselves, but but I guess you know you, you do it away. But I guess what are some ways that people, if they don't want to pay a couple hundred bucks for a sign, if this I know you guys don't. I mean, I've had this ongoing thing with you guys about you know about getting a hat. I've always wanted a Civil War Trails hat, <laughs> but you guys don't really sell the merchandise. What are some other ways people can can participate if they don't want to spend that much money but still help help you guys out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, our private sponsors are lovely, but we don't expect anyone else to do that that, that can't do it. We wouldn't ask you to. But one of the biggest ways folks can help is interact with us on social media. Tell us we saw this really cool sign. Tag us in that. But also, I mean, our emails are on our website. Uh, mine, if you want to reach me, is administrator at civilwartrails.org. If you're out there and you see a sign that's in bad, bad shape or a sign that you started reading and it bored you to tears or your non-history friend read and it bored them to tears, let us know. That, that's the biggest thing folks can do to help. We are, if nothing, not crowdsourced. We, we, we love feedback. 
And we, we, we do what we can to get there when we can. But as I mentioned earlier, there's two of us to keep eyes on 1300 signs. Uh, things fade, things get damaged. Our program's designed to live and breathe and be repaired, but we need to know when it needs a repair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, as your listeners are out traveling around, if folks see us in the field or see our product in the field, take a selfie, tag us, let us know if you have a cool story you think would be great, or if you see something that needs a little bit of help out there. That, that's the biggest way folks can help us out. Now, you personally, what are some, I mean, you must have some cool experiences yourself. Reading your website, I guess they don't involve oysters, apparently. And as a, <laughs> and as a Cape Cod guy, it's kind of weird to see that because everybody up here, that's what they do. But you must have some personal experiences that, that are pretty cool work. You've been there since, um, since what, 2018, so you've been there a couple of years now. I know 2020 was kind of a, you know, that was a year off for most people. But uh, you must have some cool experiences and stories to tell you must have at the at Civil War Trails. Oh, no, absolutely. I've done some things that I never thought I would in my entire life do, having been out on the trail. And a lot of it comes down to just meeting some really cool people out on the road. Um, but, I mean, recently we did a sign that we installed amphibiously. We did an amphibious landing uh, in Maryland to put a sign in on an island in the middle of the Potomac. That was a really fun, That's cool so day. That's so cool. Um, and and there's, there's the day we chased from... Nashville all the way to the Alabama border the Army of Tennessee on their way out uh, we were doing some maintenance and just how it worked out we followed them and it was a cold day it was a dead of winter it was kind of cool to get that experience of oh no that's I mean we were in our truck which is a little bit different but we got the experience of being in those spots kind of there I was um, not too long ago in Franklin Tennessee on the day of the anniversary of the battle and walked around with some really really amazing local content experts and got to go to um, a couple of the houses, historic houses that are still there that they put luminaries out for all the soldiers who died in that battlefield. And you can see it from miles away. Um, so meeting content experts, meeting folks who have contributed to these stories in all kinds of ways out in the field. And then um, just kind of really neat places that I, I would not have expected to go to. Um, and there's a distillery in North Carolina that we held a meeting at for some partners recently and talked to the coolest distiller I've ever met. Um, so it, you never know who you're going to meet on the trail. And that's the case for us as well as for our visitors. Um, we just never know who we're going to meet and where that's going to go. I've been installing signs at eight in the morning and the guy across the street opens up his barbecue restaurant for us because he sees us checking out his smokers. Those are always fun, cool things. Um, so there's, there's never a dull moment on the trail and, uh, that's something we definitely try and help folks find as well. So you guys physically put the signs in yourselves. You don't have contractors do it. Uh, we have uh, a guy who's been helping us out since 1996, who does a lot of our installs with us. Um, that man can make an array of eight signs look perfect and perfectly spaced and around a curve in a way that I have never seen a human being be able to do. Um, but he's a, he's a part-time contractor with us. Uh, he helps us out immensely. Uh, but as far as full-time staff goes, it is just um, my colleague and myself. We have a part-time historian, and our contractor helps us with installs. So are you the one who's going to reach out to the towns and say, I want to put this road sign up, and they're going to approve it in their town council and all that crap? Uh, that depends on what town and what state. That is all wild regulations that vary yeah. immensely. Um, there's a, a independent city, which is a fun Virginia thing. Um, about 10 minutes from me that has different rules than the county I live in. So it's all, it's all different. I'm going to drive the one you guys have in front of the Lee headquarters in Gettysburg. Yeah. I had one of those, how do they get this, uh, this sign approved moment? Cause I never thought a million years Adams County would let you do that, but, um, but it's perfectly placed right in front of the, uh, right in front of Lee's headquarters. So that was, uh, yeah. there's not a lot in the, in, to your point, Pennsylvania, but it's growing. 
Virginia, yes. Maryland, you see them all over the place, which is great, but it's, uh, it's, they're great to see. They really are. Cause it's mm-hmm. certainly, it's kind of a, you know, the civil war world is quite a kind of unique fraternity we all have. And so when you see that, it's, it's like I said at the beginning, it's like, it's welcoming you back to, you know, to where you're supposed to be. So we definitely, we definitely enjoy it. Um, so our fundraiser, we're going to talk about that real quick and then we'll, we'll get ready to, to wind down here. Um, so we are going to be doing a fundraiser, um, for the Civil Breakfast Club, where we're going to be, to be raffling off a handful of books. And Mary will tell the books because immediately I forgot some <laughs> of them because she's in charge of that. So what people will do, people will uh, donate money directly to Civil War Trails. And Chris is going to talk about that, I think, about how he's going to make that happen. <laughs> and and what will happen is the people who, who are donating money just simply email us to the Civil War Breakfast Club at um, info at Civil War Breakfast Club. Dot com the copy of your receipt you'll be entered into a raffle the more you put in the more you ch- you have to win so we've had people put in as much as 50 bucks the abt so hopefully that works out as well mm-hmm. and then what we will do in a couple of weeks we will um we will go ahead and don't uh we will announce the winners and chris you're certainly welcome to join us at our facebook live when we do that if you want to if you're if you're around you have nothing else to do mm-hmm. not obligating you put you on the spot but if you want to if you want to participate you're, we can certainly hook you up and help with that so um, how can uh, how how can it go mechanically as far as how people are going to be able to do this for you guys as far as helping you guys get paid? Um, absolutely. So the way we're going to work that is through PayPal, um, okay. which is uh, a fairly new thing for Civil War Trails. We're slowly dragging us into the 21st century. Um, but our PayPal you can find, um, and we'll come up with a link maybe to put in somewhere. We'll share that out. Uh, we'll also put that on our social media when this when this goes live. We'll, we'll make that available. Um, that that's the way can get to us through there. Uh, I think that's what we kind of worked out mechanically. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Yep. So what we'll do is we'll, you know, we'll put that, we'll put a link on our, on the Facebook and the, the, the Twitter and all that stuff, uh, social, the, the, I call it Instagram, the other mm-hmm. one. And people can pay that directly. And we'll, we'll tag that up there as well. So they can go ahead and um, get that paid directly. And I think it's going to work out well because I think, you know, I think people, you know, people love, the work you do i know i do i know mary does i know yep. everyone i talk to you see it and uh you just feel like it's, it's where you're supposed to be and, and those signs are great because they're always updated i've never seen one that's cracked or smashed up so that's good and it seems like wherever i go different places i see different signs as well yeah. and i love seeing the ones on the side of the highway just the civil war trails just driving along yeah. you know you're you know you know you could be completely lost but you know you're going the right way when you see one of those signs wherever you're ultimately going. exactly so, I've yep. always said that as well. And you know, there's probably beer nearby too. It's close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other big thing too, is, is you mentioned before about it, the local restaurants and uh, pubs and things like that as well. So for people who are near and dear to our heart, Mary, who like to, like to, you know, sip on grandpa's old cough medicine from time to time, yep. it's going to be able to give you a place to go and help and help support that local economy as well. So, not only are people going to be able to fundraise to help Civil War Trails, but they're going to in turn visit these places and help their local economy as well. Yeah, and so at the end of the day, everybody wins. Exactly. And that's what's needed more than ever as we like recover from, you know, post-pandemic kind of thing um, to get out and travel and support the local economy, support um, organizations like Civil War Trails, um, get out, travel again, go for hikes and all that, have some beer at the end of the hike and hopefully see some tra- like Civil War trail signs along the way and learn something as we go. 
it'd be like marrying a beard during the hikes, but that's another story. Hey. But you got to stay hydrated. Hey, in her exactly. defense, you got to stay hydrated. Yeah, you got to carb load when you're hiking, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Chris, any final words you want to say to anybody who's going to be listening to this? Uh, you've done a great job talking and telling your story, and I think it's a great one. But is there anything else uh, that you feel like you want to say, get off your chest, but, and we can uh, get ready to get started with this? Um, I, I will just say, I mean, any anything you guys want to do as far as reaching out to us, the support we immeasurably are thankful for. But uh, just thank you guys for everything. And uh, if you ever need anything, travel advice, any advice about how to get to our sites, just reach out. We're always there to, to help out. Well, I want a hat. You got to sell those hats. I, I want. Gonna, I want a hat make too. That, make that happen so we can we can buy a hat from you. So that, that's what I want to do. We've got a great logo. All right. Well, Chris, hey, thanks for joining us. I think we can call it a night here. I think this is a, this is a good story to tell. So we will be uh, we will be starting. We will be officially announcing this um, this contest tomorrow. We're going to be doing a Civil War roundtable, the Civil War Breakfast Club, and we're going to be doing trivia night as well. But we're going to be announcing this officially, and we're going to be kicking this thing off. So um, hopefully, you'll start to see. Um, you'll start to see some deposits kicking in um, by the weekend and we'll run this for a couple of weeks and we'll go with that. And then we'll, we'll keep you in the loop as far as when we're going to announce the winners. And like I said, no pressure. If you want to join us, you're certainly welcome to, but you don't have to. And then we'll, um, we'll go from there. We'll see how it does. And then we'll uh, hopefully have a great, great successful story to tell when this is all done and hopefully get you at least a couple of new signs. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. Well, would you, would you like me to announce the books before we sign off? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So um, we are going to be, so the books that we have so far, we're still waiting for confirmation on one. We don't know for sure if we're going to get it, but there's a few we can officially announce. So the first is Dim White Light by a name that is very familiar to our listeners, Eric Scheinlein. I probably butchered it. I'm sorry, Eric. Um, but we're going to be reading his book, Dim White, or auctioning off his book, Dim White Light. Um, the next one is Nameless and Faceless Women of the Civil War by Lisa Samia. Um, Three Cornered War by Dr. Megan Kate Nelson. Uh, the Real Horse Soldiers by Dr. Timothy Smith. And um, what's, oh God, the Mead by, the, the most recent Mead biography by Dr. Kent Masterson Brown. Uh-huh. Those Which are I the, think is a good one. It, yeah. okay, that book is a hot book. It's new. Everyone's trying, is looking to buy that one. So we're going to have that. And all these authors have been a great friends of the podcast and they've been very good to us. And um, so we're happy to support them. So even if you don't win, uh, go ahead and buy the books and, um, and do that. And then obviously continue to donate for groups like the Civil War Trails, because I think at the end of the day, our goal, it's a small, it's a small role, but our, our, our role and our goal is to help foster these people in these places and keep these places alive. So our great, great grandkids down the road can still see these signs yeah, and, and learn they, the history. They cool they'll look in a couple hundred years, Chris, how cool no. these signs are going to look. <laughs> you know? And also but, to but, just but, encourage our listeners when you're out there, like Chris said, like, you know, let them know if there's a sign that is in repair, but also like post, post a selfie and tag them. And what, what, what's the social media? Yeah. And tag civil War breakfast club as well. We'll retweet it. But what's your, what's the uh, Twitter handle? For you guys, um, we're we're at Civil War Trails pretty much everywhere. Um, so anywhere that there's social media, that's where you'll find. Awesome, yeah. So so t- make sure you tag them in, in pictures and stuff, and just kind of let more people know that these are um, signs are out there for people to go and explore the history and mm-hmm. in some ways very unique history and mm-hmm. the lesser known stories as well. And for the people listening, the, the Civil War Trails, this, these are the people who you want we want to support here because these are the ones who are telling the story. The more funding they get, the more signs they can put up, the more people can learn. And the goal is to convert that one person at a time who 
you know, who uh, is, isn't a big history person or reads it and finds that human story they connect with. And then it kind of grows from there. And that, that's, that's what the whole thing is all about. And at the end of the day, uh, that's, that's all of our jobs. So go ahead and keep doing that. So, so Chris, Hey, thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. I know it's a busy day for you. I'm sure at the end of the day, you've got other things you want to get to now, but, but uh, we certainly appreciate having you on and, um, and we're going to do, we're going to do well by you guys and hopefully, um, hopefully it works out well. Hope you had some fun tonight too. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Oh, it was Definitely. a lot of fun. Um, and to our listeners, hope you all have a great evening and this episode, you'll notice it's going to drop a little bit sooner than we usually drop episodes, but. And I've never heard you not swear in an episode, Mary. This is the first time for you. It is. <laughs> wow. You know, she like respectful of a guest when she doesn't swear we've got other guests and she's sworn so chris you she really likes civil war trails so that's fantastic so anyway so mary again great time as always we mm-hmm. look forward to talking to you soon chris the pleasure again um it was ours it really really was and um, you guys do great work keep doing what you're doing and uh like i said i'll be back in gettysburg here in a few months and i cannot wait to see that first sign because again when i see that sign i know i'm home that's the deal anyway have a great evening guys and see y'all later peace out Good night <laughs>